Oh, my goodness. Your ears are not deceiving you. This is the return. You can call it a comeback if you'd like. But we are the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. I am Kenny Oak, joined with, as always, by the gorgeous, the beautiful, the stunning Chris Harris, the original. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Bubs? Bubs. Bubs. Ah. How, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's, it's been a whirlwind in my life. Whirlwind. Whirlwind. There we go. Yeah. Um, as you know, not everyone knows. I but know the details, yes. Yes, intimately. Uh, I have been in the process of moving, potentially uh, getting moving to a new job in a new city. But I am currently moved out of my house, sold the house, closed on Tuesday. So that's finally uh, got the check today. So that's exciting. But yeah, that's what I've been going through. That's kind of why there's been a little bit of a hiatus. That is one of the many reasons, we'll call them excuses for episode 85 here, that is one of our many excuses for why we haven't recorded for the entire month of February. We have a lot of things going on, personally, professionally, and everything in between, I'd like to say, but um, mostly for the better, and we're trying to get back on track for at least the next little bit in some way through the rest of the month and a little bit of April before things could change again. We'll talk about that. Because things are going to get... Even nuttier here yeah, shortly. It may get worse, so stick with us, folks, because we're on a ride. We're trying to get to 100 eventually. Keep on riding with us. Yes, that's our back. goal before we shut this bad boy down, <laughs> is we're going to get to 100, and then you may never hear from us again, which you're probably like, who are these guys? I've never heard from them before. How do they have Well, that's going to change. <laughs> okay. We have a lot yeah. of content. Well, there is not all of it's good. No, some of it's shit. According to the it. numbers, but quality-wise, uh, it's the best. Strong numbers. around, and nothing's gonna ever keep us down, including the coronavirus. The fucking speaking of which, real quick, Bubs. Instead yeah, of watching, instead of watching any type of pro sport right now or anything, I am, and I'm not complaining about this. I am forced to watch reruns of Ghost Adventures, which I have on right yes. now. Yes. And it has been a rough time. It has ruined a lot of lives in a serious way and in a more, you know, laughable way, too, on both sides. But holy fuck, has it changed the world. And it's affected us a bit, too. And here we are. Yeah. Wait, Ghost Adventures or? Ghost Adventures on a positive side. Okay. COVID-19. Because you were going hard on COVID-19 thinking, I was thinking you were talking about Ghost Adventures. I love Ghost Adventures. Zach has not ruined any lives. He has not. But yes, uh, a lot is going on with this COVID nineteen. It has ruined lives. It had it has ruined plans. Uh, I had a very I was booked very busy uh, in March, going into April, and all of those plans got nixed. <laughs> to include, I was booked in Tampa. Uh, uh, on April fourth through the sixth, uh, weren't but, we all? Yes, eighty uh, plus so thousand. 
that's something that we'll get into here in a little bit. Uh, luckily, it has affected a lot. And, and seriously, it has affected a lot of lives. It has affected people's jobs, their livelihoods. Uh, fortunately, you know, I haven't had to go through that. You know, I'm kind of in an industry where, you know, we're almost bulletproof to this kind of stuff. So I, I'm lucky in that aspect. Not everyone is. And for those people, you know, we, we need to come together and we need to be there for everybody. That's how we're going to get through this is just by being being humans and taking care of our fellow humans. It has changed a lot, though. It has changed. I mentioned basketball and sports earlier. Obviously, it's had its impact on the wrestling world. You brought up WrestleMania and NXT being canceled the entire Tampa weekend, or week, I should say. WrestleMania. Oh, week. that's what was going on? As I mean, changed. I was going to be in Tampa. I was booked, Person, you know, that other weekend. But... Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's done a lot. It has now made us watch wrestling with empty arenas. We'll have WrestleMania with an empty arena. It's it's doing a lot of things and it's changing the perspective. It's really and it's changing what's really important in life. You know, wrestling as an entertainment brand is a form of entertainment. It's nothing serious, but it has still made some of the IWC come out of their pants and go, well, "This is crap. This is trash. How how could they? How dare they do this kind of thing?" And it's uh, it's kind of sad to a degree. But we're going to talk about a lot of things today, Bubs, on episode eighty-five. It's a big episode for us, not only the comeback, but we're going to talk about some wrestling. Yes, and before we get into all of that, Bubs, I've got some breaking news. Bubs, this is an important PSA that is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. This new trimmer was just released only months ago. We both have ours. And we are the first to confirm the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping Trimmer is now available for purchase. The third generation Manscaped Trimmer, feature, trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade, which is super smooth, to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology now i personally love my lawnmower 3.0 uh, my favorite uh, aspect of it is the waterproof portion of it so i could take it into the shower with me instead of using a razor like i use for my face bubs i just take it straight take take it straight into the shower with me and uh, take care of some business business it's good business to take care of bubs and we're going to try to take care of the fans as well not just ourselves we mentioned we have ours we're going to try to get everyone else one as well so you can go to manscaped.com right now you can get 20 percent off and free shipping if you use our code elbow e-l-b-o-w so go to manscaped.com get 20 percent off and free shipping with our code e-l-b-o-w it's a 3.0 it's advanced shit go get it yes and when i tell you this is premium i mean premium Okay, guys, get out there and take care of your junk. Bobs. Yeah, Bobs. Bobs. Next topic. Next yes. topic. Appreciate Manscaped right. being a part of the team, hanging in there with us. Yes, love you guys. You guys have been great partners of ours, and I hope that partnership remains golden and smooth. 
smooth. It's jagged with us at best, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get through it. Um, Bubs, it's the shower. Uh, yeah. Wrestling, anyway, wrestling yes. wrestling is fun, isn't it? It's fun to watch. It's, it's fun. Bubs, to, we have a new we have a new leader of the Dark Order. I'm ready to talk about what happened on AEW. There's, there's still, you know, with everything that's going on with uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, uh, wrestling is, is still happening. Like, this is, it's still going on. Yes, there's no MLB, which I'm saddened by. There's no NBA, no NHL, which I'm also saddened by. However, there is AEW, there is WWE, and they both are having their shows weekly still going on. We are still being given content to watch new content. Um, so yes, it's, it's been rough not having sports, but we still have sports entertainment. We do. And it's been very different. It's still been very entertaining. And it's, uh, it's something we, I, I really think that we haven't seen anything like this, obviously ever in, in a degree, but since the, the halftime show match between Rock and Mankind. You remember that? The empty arena match oh, in, so good. in 99. That was a thing. And now we're seeing weekly content now with full wrestling shows for hours. A lot of it is recap and video package. I get that. There's there's stuff to hate about that. But you're still getting matches. We're getting debuts of high-profile people. And they're choosing to do this with empty arenas. So it's, one, a little bit risky for AEW. We're going to talk about Luke Harper, Brody Lee yes. here in just a second. But it's, yeah. it's a risk to debut these main star guys to include Matt Hardy with no pop, right? There's no reaction. It's just us reacting at home. So, Bubs, I want to know. What about you... Stone Cold coming back uh, to okay. WWE Raw with no one there to interact with? Who's going to yell what after yeah. everything that he says? Austin is the biggest crowd pop of all time. There's no argument to that. Never. And he, no, no and argument. He doesn't get any pop, but he comes out and, you know, he, he does a great aggressive promo. He, he man's a great talker. Watch the Broken Skull Sessions, you'll enjoy that, obviously. We'll talk about that in a second, too, I think. There's, there's, there's <laughs> yeah, value in that. We but, discuss that later. But um, as you're watching this, Bubs, I want to know what you think as a fan, not seeing crowd reactions, not hearing the noise, and just seeing wrestling take place before you. It's almost like we're seeing the matches be practiced, you know, before the shows go on in a way because there's no one yes. around. How, how do you like it? Uh, you know, I've been a big proponent of – you know, pe- people who can, you know, move the crowd and how the crowd reacts to certain moments makes a moment even bigger. But also, I've been a big detractor of the fans at wrestling events. They tend to try and hijack events. Um, it's impossible for the companies to be able to get accomplished what they want accomplished because whether it's a good idea or not, the fans are, if, if it's not what they want, they're going to you know, crap all over it. Yeah. So that gets very tiring. And that's a, a lot of reasons why I go through spells where I don't watch wrestling is because of the wrestling fans. Right now is an exciting time. Right now we're not being blinded by the fans and their reactions. We can watch things unfold how they should be unfolding, and we can make a determination on our own whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can then you can go online and talk with people and, and, and see everyone's reaction and you know if that's how you want treat want to treat this situation, okay, that's fine. I personally just want to enjoy it for what it is, which is wrestling. If I don't like it, I won't like it. If I will if if I do like it, I am going to like it. Without 
any regard for what other people think. Because I don't have 16,000 people, you know, screaming or booing every time Roman Reigns Mm -hmm. comes out. I can just watch a Roman Reigns promo and be like, okay, that was good. Or, "Ah," you know, he's he did not perform that well on this one. You can have a, a big, you know, they they debut a Brody Lee, uh, formerly Luke Harper, and you can you could be on the edge of your seat. You don't. It doesn't matter what the crowd's doing. Now it's all what you think. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you like it, guess what? You can enjoy it. So that, that's my thoughts on this. And it, it's easily bringing to light how easy I think a lot of us are, including myself, that how the crowd, the other fans can make you second guess whether you like something or not. Because if you're expecting to see a Brody Lee, or let's say you're not expecting to see him and he surprises you as now the leader of the Dark Order, which I fucking love, by the way. And well, you're a big Brody Lee big guy. Big Lee, man. It's, it's a problem for me, so I'm a mark. But if, if that debuts and you don't have people around you saying, ah, they should make him a singles guy, or ah, he'd be, you know, he should debut in a different way, I don't have to hear that noise. I don't have to second guess anything. And now I'm going to take this in and go, okay, nope. He's the leader of the Dark Order. We're going forward in that direction. I'm going to like it. Dark Order has been somewhat relevant thing for the entire time AEW has been a brand. So now they it's can either now they can be more, or they can do a lot of storylines within that. And I'm excited because it's... I really don't have to put myself in a situation where I hear other people's thoughts and I have to second guess myself. I can just be like, just like you said, I can love it. I can choose to hate it, and I, or I can say, yeah, I wish it was a little bit different. But here we are. You're right. And, you know, going talking about the Dark Order real quick, to me, it's been kind of a bland, kind of a meh storyline that's been going on. Uh, but this move, like you said, you know, you, you talk about how much you love this move and having uh, Brody Lee, Luke Harper B, uh, come out as the leader. You know, this is his big debut. I, I, I think this takes it up a notch. You know, he is someone that, was consistently beloved by the fans. They just, they've always wanted him to get a shot. Yeah. And you know what? This is his shot. You know, I always thought that he had the potential to be a big star when he was wrestling Randy Orton for a chance for the WWE title. You know, we were all behind him. Yeah. You know, that, that seemed like the start of a big push. It, it turns out it wasn't, he was also injury prone. So hopefully injuries don't derail this. Uh, he, he could become big. In AEW, at least AEW big, however big AEW can can become, he can help with that. Yep. And he could become a star within that company. So this is exciting. I, I like the move for AEW. I like the move for, for him because he has a passion for pro wrestling, and AEW is a good place to go if he's got a passion for pro wrestling. Yeah. He's going to have ample opportunity there. He he really didn't get a lot of opportunity that he thought, and a lot of fans thought he should have gotten WWE. He, wasn't he did in- not. He was an Intercontinental Champ for a short amount of time. He did get that really one good match and minor feud with Randy Orton that we're all going to remember because that was really good and we liked what that was giving us. Aside from that, he's been very injury prone. And, you know, they did Wyatt stuff. The Wyatt family was a great, was great, you know, as it was yeah. too. But now he has a chance to really prove and say, you know, I deserve to be at the next level up. I shouldn't be just a member of a faction. I should be the leader of it. I should be the <laughs> breakout of it. <laughs> I was about to say, whoa. Watch what you're saying, Bubs. He literally just jumped into a faction. Right. But yes, you are right. He, and he's not just a member. He, he is the leader. So I'm very interested to see uh, how this plays out, where this goes. 
from here. And you know what? I'm, I haven't made it appointment television as of yet, AEW that is. That mm-hmm. This might change that. I think this is a this is a big move, and I'll be very interested in seeing where it goes from here. And I'm not really much of a hater for AEW, for the fact that all of their main guys are former WWE talent aside from Omega. I don't really, because everyone goes through WWE. You can't, don't give me a list of 20 people and say, well, look at all these guys that used to be in WWE. That's because almost everybody's been in WWE. It means you're a damn good wrestler and you can perform. So, And not many people can make it and right. not, and those that do make it, not a lot can stick around. That's just the business. Yeah. So, I mean, Wednesday was a big, it, we talk about moving the needle a lot, right? And Wednesday... <clears throat> Wednesday did a little bit for me, more than it usually does from AEW TV, because we got not just Brody Lee, but we got Matt Hardy. We weren't, we were, yes. but we weren't really expecting broken Matt Hardy, and here he is in full effect with his own gimmick character, which he has used now in Impact, WWE, and now AEW. That is fucking great. Good for Matt, him. Of Matt yes. Hardy, that is legendary shit that we're gonna recognize 10, 15 years down the road and say, damn, we should have appreciated that a little bit more. So he's now in the blood and guts. Uh, pay-per-view coming up. He's he's now in that shit. So there's a name for you. I hate it too a lot, but that's fine. I know. Um, I know they're just making making light of it's, it's mockery, moniker, right? but but I it's just that's like great balls of fire. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just not good. I, uh, they could have chose better shit. It is attention grabbing, but it's like yeah, it's weird. Yeah, well, uh, Impact did a lot of stuff that was attention grabbing. <laughs> didn't work out. For them, so how about we just just stick with stick with the wrestling, okay? And let's build let's build ourselves up. <laughs> just saying, that. one's a publicly traded company, the other is. <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair point. It's been good TV the last the last couple weeks. NXT has been giving us um, more more packages than I think we want from their their type of TV. SmackDown but, um, has some good stuff as well. But let's not deviate too far from NXT right now. Uh, I want to know what is going on with NXT. Uh, so now uh, I'm pretty sure, as you have all heard, if you're listening to this, it's almost a 100% guarantee you've heard this news already. Uh, but WrestleMania is going to be two nights, the fourth and the fifth, right? And where does that leave NXT? Do, oh, will NXT have matches uh, intermittent? You know, in these in this two day WrestleMania show case of the uh, No Fans Immortals, or what's what's going to happen? I don't I don't I, understand what's going because they're not really pushing anything right now either. No, and and to be honest, the 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 card there's nothing on the card aside from what they had planned to be a number one contender match for the NXT Women's Championship. So there is no card, really, for NXT at this point. And I feel like they were they were waiting until the last minute to really, you know, especially to start to book it. But then when Corona became a thing and the idea that Tampa would be canceled, I think they started to, you know, step away. And if they are going to put NXT personnel on the card, aside from the Rhea Ripley match with Charlotte, they're going to put them on Saturday, which will be day one of WrestleMania. We're calling it a two-day event, so I don't think we're going to get a... See, this is why... I, I, I'm sorry, but why Why cancel Tampa? Why not postpone well, Tampa? Why can't we have... Because because we've got a bunch of superstars that... Okay, let's look at Drew McIntyre, 
for example. Oh. He spent years toiling in the mid-card, lower mid-card. He traveled the world to become a bigger star, which he did. He makes his way back. He climbs his way all the way to the top. And his big moment will take place in front of no one. I know. And we can talk about that now because it's – Please, I I would like to. That's why I brought it up. It's the biggest point of of WrestleMania that a lot of fans have the heartache with is – are we sticking with tradition and doing it at the time that we almost always do? Or should we wait? Can WWE collect insurance money because the city canceled the event? And can we transfer it to another city sometime in the summer? That's been the goal is to do it in June or July would be the alternate to this. Yes. It, it really does, From for the wrestlers doing this, it really hurts them the most, I think, because this is a WrestleMania moment. We can't appreciate that. We don't know what it would be like. We're just the fans sitting here wanting to be part of the pop. But for them, for McIntyre, when he closes the show and beats Brock and becomes champion, I mean, there's no, he's not going to hear a single clap. You know, he's going to hear pyro. He's going to hear music. You know, he's going to hear, you know, whatever extra accessories WWE has for the entire arena going on. And it's like I told you before when we talked on the phone when they originally announced this, it's going to be legendary in some way. It's going to be unique. It's going to be one off. And maybe McIntyre will have that to his credit, but. They're taking away all of the crowd reaction for for everybody. And if they don't get a crowd reaction, I'm wondering what the talent is thinking. Is this worth it? Should I put on my best match? This is just awkward. We're in the performance center. Like, there's a lot to think about with this. And that's a great point that you just brought up that I really didn't think uh, that much about. And, you know, maybe I should have. Uh, What kind of effort are these wrestlers going to put like, because, yes, they're probably what this will accomplish is there's going to be the most subscribers to the WWE Network ever. Ever, yeah. People are going to be flocking to the WWE Network to subscribe, get their free trial, whatever, so they can watch WrestleMania. But with that being said, a lot of performers have always talked about how being in front of the crowd, feeding off of the crowd, is what helped them perform at their highest levels. Just being in front of a few cameramen and, you know, Vince, you know, back behind the curtain, like, what? How, where do you find the motivation? All the nerves come from being in front of 100,000 people or 80,000 people like we were going to have in Tampa. That's what gets the adrenaline pumping. That's what gets everybody going. But in this case... I mean, they have the cameraman, they have the hard camera, they have the guys standing around the ring, and, and that's the announcers. And the announcers. So I don't, I don't want to say nobody's going to – I mean, they're not just going to you know, write it in and say, yeah, I'll put on a good match. I don't think that anybody will do that. But I can't see how somebody could go into this thinking, damn, I'm going to get my WrestleMania moment right here because it's going to be dead silent in the performance. Does it feel like a WrestleMania moment? It can't. I don't know how it could. Okay. I mean, that, that's something you got to chew on for a while. Mm-hmm. It's um, These guys live for this. You get to the WWE, you get to the big stage, so that way you can, you can be in front of the masses. You can entertain the masses. You think The Rock would want to perform in front of nobody? Obviously, we talked about it earlier. Uh, he had an empty arena match with Mankind. But that was during the Super Bowl. So the mil- millions upon millions of people were watching that. Now, sure, maybe millions upon millions will 
watch WrestleMania from the comfort of their home now. But looking at the numbers, when was the last time millions upon millions have watched a wrestling event live mm-hmm. on their television? Yeah. But, I mean, WrestleMania 27, I was just uh, reading up on that. It had like a buy rate of 1.9 million. And that was when pay-per-view was still a thing. That was pay-per-view buys then, yeah. And you had John Cena and The Rock on that card. John Cena was main eventing. The Rock was hosting. So you had you had big star power there. It still only drew 1.9 million. It was a terrible WrestleMania, but you know that notwithstanding, there there it's not going to be millions upon millions of people watching this. So where where does the motivation come from? Now you have guys like AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, who have performed in front of. You know, spent a career performing in front of small audiences. Absolutely. So they have experience with that. But they've been in the big time for for quite a while. Right. Can they still muster up the motivation to perform at a high level? Yeah, and you only name, you know, a handful of guys. Like, people like, you could The Undertaker. Aleister Black and uh, all those. Cena, Goldberg, Roman... Brock, these guys are your big names. They don't perform in front of the handfuls. You know, they're used to the big crowds. Maybe that's even part of what's what gets them going. You know, right. these these big names. So, you know, Brock is great when he's motivated, but if he's not, you know, McIntyre and his match is going to suffer entirely. And same could honestly right. go for Undertaker versus Styles. That's a great opponent for Undertaker to work with, AJ Styles. But if if the crowd really means as much as everyone has always said it meant all, when everyone says, you know, they're doing it for, you know, the entertainment of the fan. Cause they used to be one, then there's no chance that any of these matches are good. Everyone's going to have to find a different motivation, a different way to entertain us, different way to, to entertain themselves and, you know, talk themselves through this match with their opponent, because it's going to be hard to watch not hearing anything around the match itself going on. Cause we're so used to that. This is just such a short-sighted decision by the WWE. So you would, you would rather have it delayed? Uh, I would absolutely rather have it delayed. Not because it would then give you know me a chance to, to possibly go. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. I could still enjoy it from the comfort of my seat. I always have. But that's what makes a major pay-per-view... That's what makes WrestleMania so special. But earlier, we talked about how unique it is to be able to watch without fans, and you can kind of form your own opinions. But these are just these are just for the TV show. Okay, this isn't for the biggest show of the year. I don't want to watch an AEW pay-per-view if there's no fans. I'll watch AEW Dynamite without fans. That's fine, because that's fun. But I'm not going to watch, you know, Blood and Guts if there's no fans in attendance, right? That's what I have impact for. You know, I'm not going to watch, you know, WWE's WrestleMania without 80,000 screaming fans. That's what I have impact for. If I want to watch a show with no fans consistently, I'll watch impact. Okay. Or, or My big show of honor on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not happening. Okay. Uh, I've tried. <laughs> it's, <laughs> No, fair point. Yeah. For, for a TV show, that's fine. 
for your biggest pay-per-view of the year, it's sh- it's so short-sighted to to say we're having this no matter what on this date because that's what we've always done. Yeah. Well, guess what? A lot of companies have folded. A lot of big corporations have gone bankrupt because we just we just did what we always did. It worked before. Yeah. So we just guess what? Shit doesn't always work the same way. You have to overcome and adapt. All right. And right now, WWE's not doing that. I don't think Vince knows how to combat the situation. Right. He's, he's done the perfect thing with the XFL, canceled the rest of the season, paid all the players, yep. paid them all their benefits that they, and, and bonuses that they would have made. Great. That's perfect. That is the perfect way to do it. Guess what? That season only happens for a certain amount of time. Yeah. WWE constantly happens. There is no break. You're not having to worry about an end of a season. So you can postpone WrestleMania. You can push these storylines further out. Okay, make them last. We love long-term booking, long-term booking anyway. All right? Let McIntyre, you know, have a couple cracks at Brock Lesnar and something happens and, and he loses. Okay? Let, let Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair go ahead and wrestle for the NXT title. Let these matches happen, and you can build to new matches. Mm-hmm. But hey, who am I to say? I just host a stupid podcast. Yep, you are nothing more than a fan who has an opinion, bubs, just like the rest of us. Because what is really going to happen is we're going to see WrestleMania happen in two nights, on the 4th and the 5th. And I truly believe that NXT will take part on that first night. And their card, as well as about a quarter of the WWE main roster super, um, super, <laughs> fucking <laughs> mania card will take place. Super card. I had super showdown in my head. The, oh, God, please don't. I'm sorry. The WrestleMania card will take place. So even though we haven't seen anything really announced for NXT TakeOver Tampa, I think that those matches will take place on that Saturday, along with a portion of what we would have seen at WrestleMania 36 the next day. Because the card as it sits right now for WrestleMania is only seven matches. We can also assume that Orton and Edge is going to be announced as well. So that would make eight. That's, well, that's, that's, that's nowhere obviously. near. Yeah, there's nowhere, that's nowhere near a big enough WrestleMania card considering how long their, their shit usually is. It's like 12 to oh. 14 matches. So we'll see some tag team stuff added. All the big name players are on here and announced already. You, you mentioned we've mentioned both of them, most of them. The most of them are for the major titles, and then um, Cena versus Wyatt, Styles versus Undertaker, Owens and Rollins. So it's coming together, but I do think we'll see NXT personnel on Saturday, Bubs. I'm putting money on that. Well, what what matches do you think we'll see? Obviously, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley, but you know what what else can we? conceivably see I'm, I'm not seeing a way ahead right now they have put pieces together for velveteen dream versus adam cole and i mean everybody wants that they've also they've had pieces of years and even recently for champa versus gargano number eight or whatever it is fight forever it doesn't matter fight forever fight forever so those are there um you can put the undisputed era against anybody it doesn't matter so they can, they can put, yeah, they can put talent together. They can do a lot of stuff and it'd be just entertaining because you know, damn well, those matches are going to be four star across the board at a minimum. So that's fine. And it really, at, at this point, if we're going for entertainment value and just match work, the storylines necessarily don't matter. And I hate saying that, but 
We're gonna... This is the biggest time of the year, and you're squandering it because you don't know how to handle this crisis. I know, but I, I think we're at a point where we have to accept the fact that it's going to happen, and we need to take the entertainment value for what it is and and kind of deny what it's not and, and move on because this WrestleMania is going to be remembered for this, you know, this event, the coronavirus is going to be, it's already legendary in a way. So this one's going to stand alone, but hopefully the matches, what happens inside the ring can be good enough that we'll remember it and say, damn, that was a great match. It'll be remembered for this. Okay. It'll be remembered for having no one in the audience. Cool. That's unique. It's never been done before. Yay. Hooray. That's so cool. You know what else it'll be remembered for? Not being able to produce the way it should have or could have. I don't care that there is a, you know, major, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you want to call this? A crisis, a major illness going around. You shouldn't be having the show. Okay. You shouldn't be having it right now because all you are doing is putting yourself in a corner. Okay. Cause one day this will be remembered for, couple things maybe just maybe we'll remember it as wow you remember the time they had wrestlemania in an empty arena that was pretty cool wasn't it i don't think that's how it's going to go i think it's going to go something a little more like this man you remember when wwe decided to still do wrestlemania when coronavirus was still going it wasn't that dumb that was a pretty stupid idea yeah and they might have, they might do the same thing for SummerSlam. Who knows how long this crisis is going to last? Well, guess sure. what? We shouldn't we shouldn't be trying to push something. Take take a lesson from the major or- sports organizations going on. Take a break. Give your guys a rest. The offseason we always wanted. Please let we have been begging for. If you want to do it after WrestleMania, okay. If that's what the goal is then I'll take a step back and say, okay, I understand this, and I'm glad they're being given a break. I would like that, yeah. But that's not going to happen, Mm -hmm. and that's only going to infuriate Whoa, infuriate me. What does that mean? (laughs) Infuriate me. Anger me. Let's go with with an easier (laughs) word for me to pronounce. It's only going to anger me to a point where it's like, you're putting your people in danger by constantly throwing them out there just to make a buck. Yeah. Just to stay relevant in a delicate time. So that's my thoughts on that. Sorry. It's just I feel very strongly about this. Now you've been waiting to say it. Bubs, we haven't had a show for like five weeks or six weeks. We've been I, waiting to I'm, say a lot I'm of shit. Burning. Trust I'm me. Itching. So You know I love to talk and I know and you love it and I think we'll have a chance chance unless you want to run through the card and talk opinions of the card real quick we'll have a chance to go through this probably next week as well the actual card itself yeah. and, and predict some things because they think things will change after i don't want to talk about the card right now i'm too kind of heated for that everything will just be uh shit and rain and i'm gonna hate it all okay aj Styles should retire and <laughs> i don't believe that at all i love aj uh, you're talking, I'm just, to, you're I'm talking just, at your ass at this point. Yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm angered. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm infuriated. There's the word. We're, hashtag that. I'll put that on the tweet when I when I publish the show. 
But um, that it's going to happen, Bubs. We're we're going to watch WrestleMania April fourth and fifth from our couches, and it's going to be good yes. stuff. We, and we will be skyping each other. Um, right there, there there will also be a possibility of a of a live show at some point during one of those days if we can work that in. And it'll be a lot to watch. It'll be a lot to drink in. Things will change. We have three weeks. No, we have two weeks until then. So. Yeah, let us um let us know what kind of you want to see during that WrestleMania weekend. Uh, we've got some ideas, like maybe mm. doing a live stream during the Saturday uh, broadcast where we just all watch it together. And me and Chris just comment as, as we go, and maybe you guys hop in on YouTube and and comment as well. Join in the fun with us. That's something you'd like to see. Let us know. It's also, uh, it's if you have any ear also. It's the time of year where we uh, get back into the paper review and talk WrestleManias of the past and uh, relive, yes. some, relive some moments as well. We can't continuously always talk about WrestleMania 17, and I can't always talk about mm. WrestleMania 20. I was 20. about to bring that up. I, I know you were. We can talk WrestleMania 10, perhaps. We can talk... Um, we can do 19. 19 is good. We can, talk, good we can talk 30 or 31. Both those have good things. Oh, Done. No, don't. Never mind. Not it's 30. Over. Not Done. 30. Not 30. Chosen. We've already done All right, it. guys. Our next paper review <laughs> is going to be WrestleMania 30. Uh, you can catch us watching it live. This. And it's no. committed. I wrote it down in permanent marker no. on my freshly manscaped uh, yes. genitalia. Good. That's where the it, marker goes. It's written goes. WrestleMania 30 XXX. Perfect place to, to do that. Bubs, I got a qu- uh, quick question for you. Who's the, um, if given the chance, if given the chance, which wrestler would put himself over the absolute most if he had the, <laughs> if, he had the if he had the platform to do it? <laughs> okay, I've got one answer, one and answer. and I would hate for him to hear because then he would shoot on us. Yeah, and talk about how we ruined his career, and. But I believe you're talking about the the one and only the the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, the uh, Hitman. Yeah, Hitman. That's true. That's absolutely correct. Hitman, Bret the Hitman Hart put himself over to an extreme. We, you and I, had a ten minute long topic discussion. Without him, there would not be Stone Cold Bugs. I part of me believes that, so I'm not against that statement because WrestleMania 13 did a lot for Stone Cold Steve Austin, more than we all want to admit. And, but uh, I just had to ask you that because I was feeling it at the moment, so that's good shit. Yes, I mean, it, look, I mean, we could talk. First of all, Broken Skull Sessions, along with the Stone Cold Podcast. Big stuff. One of my favorite listens. Uh, it's been great, these new Broken Skull Sessions. The one with Undertaker was tremendous. The one with Kane yep. was great. Uh, I haven't finished the Big Show one. I jumped straight into Bret Hart. I like the who they're choosing as his guest so far. Yes, like it, it's it's all been really high profile picks, guys that we don't get to hear enough of, especially you know in real person, right? Like Undertaker and Kane. <laughs> yes, and, in and real show. So, and now we got you know Bret Bret Hart, and Bret didn't give us anything really new. We knew everything about Bret Hart. Right. Real, the the kayfabe. From his character is all real life, so we've we've gotten that story was, over and uh, over. 
I was surprised that Stone Cold jumped straight into the Montreal screw job. Me too. For that interview. Um, I was kind of put off by it because it's been talked about ad nauseum. There's been so much. We all of us know the ins and outs of it. And at this point, it's just anytime you interview Bret Hart for the first time, you have to bring it up. Well, I it, guess it is yeah. one of the most prolific things that's ever happened. And it's probably of all the storylines like that, uh, you know, that are similar between we don't know if it's shoot or fake, you know, we don't know. Um, it's, it's the most discussed. It's in the most detail. We know everything about it. That, that one has had Which so much. I think, I think there's a chance that it could have been a work all along. Now, obviously I don't believe that. I think it was, you know, something that really took place, but I mean, I, I could believe that it was a work with the way everything transpired and yeah, and just how much it's talked about still. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a silly You're just podcast a host. You're just a fan. But luckily, we got to hear. And the one actually, quick transition. Pops, quick transition. Ah, um, yes. Next, next topic. Yeah, the WWE Hall of Fame. It's also obviously postponed, but. The biggest piece, and I think the most important piece, is we get Davey Boy Smith, Davey the British Boy Bulldog, yes. into the Hall of Fame this year. That is great shit. Um, the fact that, and even the fact that on the podcast or the, on the show, excuse me, um, Brett and Steve talked about Owen on WWE TV. I think uh, that, that opens yes. the door for what all of us want. But Bubs, here's the thing. The WWE wants Owen in the Hall of Fame. I know. Vince I, wants Owen in the Hall of Fame. It's it's the family I, that prevents it from happening. I think this was, you know, indirect pressure by by WWE to allow Steve and Brett to talk about it openly, to let Brett say something like that, that Brett thinks he should be recognized. And it's if he we should be he would have been if we could get he's a Hall of Famer. If we could get that next year, you know, as he won't be the leader necessarily, but he's that He's that pick that kind of you know warms the heart. Obviously, Owen gone too soon type of guy. Even even British Bulldog gone too soon. The fact that we could possibly get that next year and we get Chris Bulldog this year, that's that could be great shit. I don't know when they're gonna do the Hall of Fame. I don't know if they're gonna postpone it. I don't know if it'll be in the Performance Center because I like some of those speeches because you know we're fans of a lot of those guys. So yeah, yeah. just just as long as you keep Hillbilly Jim out of <laughs> the way of a microphone. Then we are good, because uh, God, I think he's still talking. He's like as we speak, still got a story to tell, and the yeah, and even, even like the, even before that, like or after that, I'm just not sure which year. Goldberg was still having a speech, and all the wrestlers and fans were leaving. So a lot of things that, that did last a while. It, I forgot it, about that. That was the same year. Okay. That one just took for he was at the very end, and it was a long oh. performance. But that's something we've kind of forgotten about. It's gone to the wayside because of Corona. And the rescheduling or lack thereof of WrestleMania is I want to see the Hall of Fame because, you know, I I, right. got, I have a heart for Davey Boy Smith. So if we get to see that speech from either his daughter or any of the Hart Foundation, that'll be great to see. I would love to see that. And, and hopefully this is an opening up, as you said, to the Hart family. Hopefully this is something that we do get an Owen Hart in the Hall of Fame, you know. It allows Brett to kind of have that closure with his brother. I would love that. Um, I think everyone within the organization would love it. I think 
Brett would love it. Vince would love it. Uh, all of Owen's friends from that time would love it. Stone Cold. Um, man, I drew a blank. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna drop some more names, but I don't have any anymore. Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot that probably like him. Also, most of them are dead at, right now. So. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, Brian Pillman didn't make it. A lot of the mid. I was gonna say him. A lot of the mid nineties is gone. Don't bring up flying Brian Pillman. Yeah, but I, I like that. So I'm curious to see what we're gonna see with with the Hall of Fame and who else they may choose to induct, right? Because um, it's a weird year. A lot of shit's going on. So I don't know. Wrestling is weird right now, but I love it. I'm still a fan, and I'm behind it. Fast. Ah. So there's, there's what's so much going on in the world. We haven't talked in so much going on in the world of wrestling. We haven't talked that much about Tessa Blanchard being the Impact World Champion. And I would be remiss if we didn't delve into that. Because that's still a major story that has happened this year. Okay. And it's still something that we should be discussing. It is a major deal. And I'm reminded of it when I turn on Pluto TV to the Impact channel. And it pops up on my screen. Oh, okay. So part of this is going to have to make me eat my words, and maybe you to a degree. Um, when Tessa be- when Tessa became world champion of Impact, we agreed that good move, right? Different move, yes. u- unique move. Okay, let's do it. Impact's doing something different. Let's get behind it. She is a great talent. What the fuck yes. has she done since? Ah. Uh. And this is like this, this is when Kenny Omega won the title, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly like when Omega won the title in New Japan, when we had a it's lot of so high scary expectations. How our brains are so synced up. And here's here's some truth. I mean, I don't think about Impact a lot. I think about Tessa more than I do Impact in general. But yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. But uh, I haven't thought about her being world champion in well over a month, and she's had that title for a bit. So yeah. Um, why has she impact... just defended it in uh, against another female? So Impact's got females wrestling. Did she defend for... it? Okay, so yeah, didn't even know. I guess, and I, I'm not going to say I apologize because I'm not deep into the product, but I would, I would expect not many people are I'm about not... as many people are into Impact as they are this show. That's but, fair. That's and, a real fair uh, statement. We are the Impact oh, of the wrestling we podcast community. <laughs> We don't have any. I'm over here coming work for birds us, on my manscaped <laughs> genitalia. Did, did we not have a high expectation though that Impact would be smart enough to capitalize on this and do something even more extreme with it? Have her challenge everybody. Have her do something. Have her call out names. Have her make a mark with this title being the first and real only women's heavyweight champion to do this. They've done nothing with it whatsoever. I think more to the fact that we wanted them. The expectation was more for them to actually do it. I don't know if we had expectations. I know I don't think I had expectations of the aftermath of it. And that was, that was us thinking short-sighted again. Like, right. This is, this is the best move that they could do right now. Mm. 
even when all the shit was coming out about her, yeah, right before the match, we said no. Impact still needs to just pull the trigger on it. Yep. And I remember watching it, and I remember texting you as it was going on, and you know they they did it. Um, but yeah, I they have not capitalized on this momentum. And I don't know if they wanted to have her kind of take a step back because of the backlash that she was getting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the decision was probably already made. And so they decided, you know, we're going to have her win and we're going to have her kind of fall into the shadows for a bit until the stuff blows over. Well, if you do that for too long, not only does that stuff blow over, but so does the fact that you have the first ever women's heavyweight champion, world heavyweight champion. Right. And you don't capitalize on this momentous occasion, and it's all for nothing. Yes, it'll be a footnote in the history books. Hey, who was the first ever woman to win a wrestling world title? It's like, oh, Tessa, Tessa the B-something, her, that, that one girl. That's what it's going to be. It's no longer the major moment that it could have been. Right, it's gone. It's just a weird trivia you know wednesday night trivia night question at the local bar i think impact still has time to re- to recover from their their real lack of booking but then again their entire roster is lacking talent you know brian cage is gone now i think he's recovering from surgery he's no longer under contract kind of thing they have sammy callahan to, to, you know for those who buy into his character and you have tessa aside from that impact doesn't have a whole lot of big name stuff going for them that she can really challenged. So it becomes a, a means of working with other companies and putting her up against major stars to say, Hey, here's our world champion. Hey, this is Tessa Blanchard. And then let her go up against other names and faces. But that has never been the strong forte of impact really of any wrestling company for the most part, as far as, <laughs> yes. you know, strong working That's relationships true. to a degree. Um, and also, also what wrestling promotion has ever built to a monumental championship win and they capitalized on it. Like a long, true build, and then it finally happens, and they capitalize on it. When, when has that ever happened? Okada, when he finally won, right. yes, well, New Japan is on a different level when it comes to booking. I hear you guys out there, but guess what? They don't even count in this discussion because they are on such a higher level now that Gato is is booking and mm-hmm. you know long longer the long gone are the days of Anoki trying to make MMA and wrestling a thing. So th- they don't count. So I want you to think, Buffs. I-, I want you to tell me a time when a major build, long term build to a babyface winning a championship amounted to anything afterwards. That's so a long-term build for a babyface hasn't. I don't even, even when Daniel Bryan, even when Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania 30, yep. nothing happened afterwards. No, he, he wrestled Kane, and then he got hurt. Yep. And even for but they have shooting Kane. Even for yeah, that's a problem. Even for a long build, like when Cena first became champion, he didn't really have a long build up to it necessarily. Right. And it was more like, okay, well, JBL did his job perfectly. We have to get the belt off him kind of situation. And that, and that was it. So uh, JBL was built to put over the next big baby. Face. Yeah. And, and that worked out. And, C- and Cena became a long-term great success. Right. But 
I don't, it's so difficult because I can't even think of anybody to ask, answer your specific question that I don't think it happens so perfectly that we can just throw out really. Just think of, let's think of long-term builds for babyface champions that we can think of. Uh, Batista kind of had a long-term build. Sure. That, that built for a while. Uh, but did it capitalize really afterwards? Not to what we all wanted. He he became a multiple multi-time champion. He got the Undertaker for what that was worth right. too. But uh, no. But but I'm talking about the direct aftermath. Yes, these guys. There have been guys who had a long-term build to win a title and went on to have great careers. But that title run mm-hmm. didn't really amount to anything. Think about when Steamboat won the championship from Ric Flair. He just dropped it to Ric Flair like a month or two later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even Steve Austin wouldn't count as the full-on babyface when he, you know, won at fourteen because his build right. to championship stuff was somewhat quick. You know, they put him up against Shawn Michaels almost. Not to say that he, they had to get the belt off of Michaels, but Michaels was hurt. Well, they they right? did have to get the belt. So off. it wasn't like all right, let's just let's just do it to Steve. Steve was deserving of what he got, but. Even that was, you know, quick, fast, and in a hurry after the Rumble. And even still, those are kind of the. That's a weird kind of era because technically both of those guys were heels. They were playing heel characters, but they were both kind of baby faces for the time. Yeah, Steve's anti-hero really kicked in at that point too, though. So it became yes. it became very different. So I get your point. I love what you're saying. The 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 answer, the easy answer is Okada, right? But we can't just say Okada because. I, I agree with you. New Japan is on a very significant level with their booking that it allows stuff like that to happen perfectly. That's the gold standard. I can't even compare Cena to any of that stuff, what, what Okada did. So I don't know if there's a perfect answer to what to really what you're asking. Tessa had that opportunity, but just like we see with a lot of folks, like the build is good, the you know the climax is the championship, and even the match is good. But then what the fuck do you do after it? To, to keep our attention, to gain more attention, to get, you know, outside attention from, you know, the non-hardcore fan. And it's it's a hard thing to do, and Impact just fully proved that for us. It's something that I wish we could have, they could have capitalized on more. And something that I wish they had better, more competent people running. <laughs> Pretty much all of these major organizations. Maybe AEW will be that company that does it for us. Yeah. You know? It could happen. Maybe they'll have, but, I mean, we'll see. You have Moxley as a champion, so, woo, big, <laughs> big whoop there. Um, but anyway, Bubs, I want to thank you for bringing us back out of the uh, darkness, back into the light, uh, this has been a great kind of return to glory for us. It's a slow build. Buzz, we're we're slow building right now to no, to become the champ, okay. and you know we're gonna we're gonna buck that trend once we make it to the top. Mm. You know that success will be sustained. Okay, because we are the best ever. But yes, but for tonight. I think that I'm done with you. Okay, I'm over it. Uh, okay, good. But before we finish, I want to thank everyone for joining us. 
I know that things have been hectic in our lives, and that's caused a kind of shift in uh, a downward shift in the content that we put out. But we want to thank all of you for remaining loyal. We, yes, we do this because it's fun. We do this because we want to spend time with each other. We do this because we want to talk wrestling. But we also do it because we want to be in this with all of you. Without you guys listening, what's the point? We, we could just do this on the phone every day, which we do. Don't get me wrong. But there's no means to an end. There's a means to an end here. And that end is you guys listening and joining us and becoming a major part of what we do. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're on this journey together. And together, we're going to become champions. See you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. We wanted to take one more opportunity to thank our prime sponsor, Manscaped.com, and also remind you of our promo code, ELBOW, E-L-B-O-W. Use that at Manscaped.com for 20% off any and all purchases to include the third-generation 3.0 Manscaped trimmer. Get 20% off and free shipping if you use that code, E-L-B-O-W.